Yeah. Some cold shit. All right, we back. Um, episode sixty. Am University. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. it. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we getting there. We getting there. Episode sixty, Am University. I'm your host, Antoine Miller. What up, Wayne? What's going on? How your day going, brother? Everything good. Huh? Looking good as always. Lumberjack. Yeah, yeah, Lumberjack, bringing it back. <laughs> Naima Gillespie. Hey y'all. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm happy my, to be here because I'm, I'm girl, a fan. Man. I'm a fan. And I love everything that y'all doing, so now that I'm on the couch, it's like, I'm excited. My girl, my girl. <laughs> Me personally, I'm very excited about this one. Um, I got a laundry list of things I want to run past you because I got my own thoughts on all of these things. Um, but people that don't know Nye, which everybody in the city does, um, she's been doing a lot for the last 15, 20 years. Ooh, that makes me feel old. I know. <laughs> you still remember high school? Like, like, yeah. like you remember like when we was like 16, like yesterday? Yeah, yeah, like fast. Like yesterday. I'm trying to figure out how we had so much money back then. Because like we was really like having parties. Like we was together all the time, but we was doing stuff. So bowling, all that kind of stuff. Like we just had a lot of money back then. We had money. <laughs> we ain't had money though, but I don't know how, but we was doing we everything was we wanted to do too. Y'all yeah. was the fly guys back then, so never, it was like, you know. I never thought about it that way, Everybody but that's true. wanted to hang with y'all. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Wayne. Wayne was the guy. Still is the guy, right? Everybody wanted to hang with Wayne with only 936 points score ever at Camden High. That's very <laughs> impressive if you think about it that way. In three years. In, yeah. In three years. That's very impressive if you think about it that way. Let's get back on Let's get back on topic. Um, let's go back to that real quick. What, what you got, Wayne? But the big man for the, for the high, right? You only as big as you play, bro. Just currently, stay big. You talking about currently? I'm talking to you. Oh wait, well, oh, oh, I haven't, I haven't talked to you since um then. Uh, I ain't Actually, about that. that's the past. I'm talking about the future. But look, okay. Big man for sure. Be stay Bradshaw. big, bro. Bradshaw, my fault. Bradshaw. 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 Stay big. Be only as big as you play. Just stay big, bro. That's a general. Observation, coach. Stay big, man. Tell him. We're going to be good. And you know, he's Shoot big. Shoot the ball, too. He's big on and off the court. It's just funny that you bring him up because I get a text one day and he's like, hey, you know, I'm, you know, he's at DPLA. So he's oh, trying right. to do internship. He wants to get into like mental health and counseling. And it was funny. He reached out to me. I said, well, I'm not the person, but I can put you in the right place or whatever, but he was so sweet, very determined. Oh, yeah. No, he's a really nice, yeah. bright kid. Yeah, he's going to be a good kid. Yeah. Wish you guys all success. Um, So, your titles run endless in the city. Um, Board member for the city of Camden. Um, World-renowned dance instructor. I know a lot of people, because, you know, we live in a microwave society. Like, we, we forget. We forget time to time how good people are what they do. Anybody that know Nye, <laughs> Nye was insanely good at dancing um, back in the day and still could do it now. Don't let her fool you. I can't do it. Don't, don't, don't listen to her. <laughs> Nye was a monster on the dance floor, you know, and then she started teaching, which got into um, their academy, which you got an academy. Like, I, 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 I don't know what people say to you in the city or whatever like that. They might just be like, oh my God. What you're doing is great. Whoop de whoop de whoop. You have an academy. You have you ever sit back and think of like you have an you have a school. It's crazy. Like think about that. Before we even get started, like 
I never saw that coming. I never saw that coming. Y'all know, dance was my thing. When I went away to school, it wasn't really the thing to do. Hmm. Not graduate college, right? So I got looked mm -hmm. down on. Oh, you mm -hmm. didn't finish college, you mm -hmm. know? Ooh, wah, ooh, wah. Mm -hmm. But it just wasn't my thing. I was sitting in class and I'm like tapping my feet. I'm like thinking of choreography in my head. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't, I could never focus. So it just wasn't for me. And when I left and moved to Atlanta, I felt like I had let everybody down, you know, like my family, everybody. And everybody's going to look at me like, what are you doing with yourself? Mm -hmm. And then me and my mom always had this conversation about dance never really get into the money you need a real job that's not it go to school do social work you know it was always that mm -hmm. now when i come back home and it's really no place here for me to share my talent um y'all know i volunteered for camden high's uh band mm -hmm. that was fun for a while but then it was kind of like i should be doing more it wasn't there so i had to create it right i didn't expect it to be such a huge thing so fast mm -hmm. but it was missing in the community so it was easy right you put the program together and now you're like i got a dance school and then it just blew up and now everything is there everything is so did it start in atlanta or it started here atlanta made me homesick okay. so that's why i came home i'm like ah something just telling me to come home and then when i got here it just was a void and it was like okay maybe this is what i'm supposed to be doing I never thought it would take off so fast. So what was the void? It was the void of the lack of dance groups out or dance yeah. academy out there, or was it the lack of mentoring these young girls? The lack of dance, you got to think about in that time frame, everybody had to go to Philly. Even when I was dancing here, I had to go train in Philly. Mm -hmm. When I came back, it was still the same thing. Why? And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to say probably 40-50% of those companies in Philly have dancers that's from Jersey. We mm. create that successful group for them. You mm. understand? And, and Philly breed dancers like crazy, but it's a lot of New Jersey kids, Camden kids, that have gone to make Philadelphia companies successful. Mm. Camden, stand up. Yeah, for real. And it's just like, when we came back, that was my thing. I want all my teachers to be from here, which we had plenty of because, again, all of my friends were dancing in Philly. So it just created that thing that you're being taught here by people who are from here. It's, it's major. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, so we're saying that. I mean, all right, thanks for giving that <laughs> observation. Of now, now now, you, if you didn't know, now you know what you do. But that gets me into the next thing. And it's, it's funny, like, how, how many people think they want to be entrepreneurs. How many entrepreneurs. I, I want to first and foremost say I, I, I think we need entrepreneurship, just like you need workers. You need everything, but um, it's a lot of entrepreneurs happening right now. A lot of a lot of entrepreneurship. But we're saying that I don't really think people know what it what it entails. I think it's just like like we treat entrepreneurship like it's a like it's a like it's like it's clothes that's in style, like it's music that's in style. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I'm doing this. Woody woody woo. But I don't really think they know what it entails. Again, you started that when it wasn't a fad. Like you started this. How old were you when you when you started? I can't even remember honestly. That had to be like 2013. 2014. That sounds that sounds about right. You you did this when no one, especially in our circle or our generation, was even that. Well, that wasn't even a thought. Right. Right. 
Um, and I think that's why it was so weird. Like, I felt like an outcast for a long time because I wasn't doing what everybody else was doing. So people was going to school, they was graduating college, they was getting these jobs, and I'm not doing that. You understand? Like, I felt so weird for a long time. What What made you continue to fight through it, though? Because it just... I think that's really important. I can't explain it because it was no like one a, else. a gut feeling. Something just said, this is what you're supposed to be doing. And then when I went to go do it, all the right things just kept falling in place. And again, there was no blueprint for me because nobody else was doing it. You understand? So I'm really figuring it out as I'm going. Making the right connections with the right people. I did one fundraiser at like 6th Street that kind of like kickstarted everything. I was able to buy paint and a floor and, and bars and everything off of that one fundraiser. So it let me know that the love was real. And alright, just keep going. So it's it's a different feeling when it's passion driven you understand that's what makes the difference you kind of just answered it but i want you to it's entrepreneurship worth the hassle it anybody is. inspiring it is when it's your passion and when it's a need for it what if you just want money what if it's you not just don't want to what if you just don't want to work for somebody it's somebody not told work. me the other day that i just want freedom i said well that's really broad what does that mean to you actually like what is freedom to you like, you can't just say, I want to go be an entrepreneur because I want freedom. Freedom like, from what? Because if, if you know, entrepreneurship is the opposite of you gaining your freedom. Speak on it. Because <laughs> like, I, I really don't think people know the process. No. Like, you're not punching no clock. No. If you get up at 11 a.m., you get up at 11 a.m. This is a different kind of commitment. <laughs> my commitment I had with my boss was like, if I feel like it that day. You know what I mean? Like... I don't really feel like going in here. I'm going to call out because I don't. You know what I mean? Like, this is a commitment that's 100%, 1,000% every single day. It's, it never stops. And I want people to understand, I tell people all the time, what makes you different from the next person is consistency. Because everybody's going to start something. It's just because they want to see if they can do it at this point, right? But can you last? Is this going to be the thing three years from now? And I've had people like, Oh, yeah, well, I want to open this and I want to do that. And then, because it's cool to get a storefront and it's cool to say, like, you know, I opened this and, because it's cool, but it's hard. It is cool. It's cool. It's cool. And I mean, it is cool, but it's really, really hard. And we as a people don't talk enough about the real detailed things, right? Even when it comes to the city, you open up a storefront, you need your certificate of occupancy, your insurance. You got to make sure that you go through the fire marshals. And make sure that your building is up to code. All of these things All matter. the non-sexy things. Yeah. People that, that people don't talk about. And because it's cute and it's cool. And you open up and then you get shut down. Because this, was, this wasn't a part of your checklist from the beginning. So it's a lot of different layers to that. And that's just one thing. That's just if you own a building. Mm-hmm. You opening up a building and you selling something out your house. That still has a whole different checklist. Got to make sure that you got your LLC. is registered with the state and the city. You know what I mean? Like you got to be... Um, responsible when it comes to accounting. People those, don't think about that. Is those things hard to do or is it easy to forget? Who? Say that again, Wayne. Are they hard to do or are they easy to forget? A little bit of both, honestly. I, I think that depends on the person. And that's true. Because if you get so obsessed with money, you're just worried about it coming in. Mm. You're not worrying about if you're putting it in the right place, if you're doing the right thing with it, are you paying the right people? You know what I mean? Like... It's, it's a whole different level when it comes to that. Yeah. She, she, I, I think it's impossible to be an, a, a successful entrepreneur 
with money as your primary and not actually driven passion, mm -hmm. it's too hard. It's way too hard to get up every day. Again, you don't got no balls. Right. Get up every day and consistently do these steps every day. With nobody behind you, nobody, nobody on the side of you. And where we come from, you have no manual. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're really winging it, losing every day, <laughs> making these mistakes, and all right, I got to pick myself up and do it again. Yeah. It's, it's rough. And now the program keeps growing. Right? So yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. one thing to get up and move for you. Now I'm moving for other people, which is the beautiful thing of it because dance is my thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um. When you say you're moving with other people, like you feel like you're back to being an employee again, kind of, or is just not so much still in the boss aspect, but because my program has worked, the script is what it is, mm -hmm. it is now allowing me to help other people's dreams come true. Okay. So, um, what I mean by that, my cousin, he's been teaching gymnastics forever, you know what I mean, and he's been down the highway, Cherry Hill Gymnastics Academy, and I'm like, you know, you could do your own thing, right? Like. And in that, because that's his passion, it's easy for him. So I maintain the outline of it and what the business line looks like, but that's his passion. So now we have Dare to Flip. Mm -hmm. And same program, it's just gymnastics instead of dance. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to reveal it too soon, but I can say that we got like a Dare to Act situation about to take off soon. Um, so it's just kind of creating that campus environment now where people can come and, you know, be who they are and help other kids. So it's, it's going to be dope. Hey, all right. With, with, with saying all that you said, like, I know you get <laughs> tired. Like you, you, you just told me that you, I, I can imagine how many people you help as far as employees, as far as helping them inspire to get their dreams. Like you just said the actual little girls, um, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you have to get tired. And like I tell my I tell my kids all the time in basketball, I don't feel like coaching you all the time. I don't feel like mentoring you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you. I don't feel like mentoring you all the time. But it's my job. It's my obligation, right? So um, we're saying that people that's in the position that we're in, um, just for a second, talk about the sacrifices that, no one sees on Instagram or or whatever that happens behind the scenes and um, behind the scenes in order to make all this work that you gotta endure throughout the day. I mean, it's a lot of sleepless nights. That's one. Um, it gets challenging when you add in the life stuff, right? Like I never expected to have a kid. That threw a different kind of formula in for me. When I didn't have him. I was accessible 24-7. Yep. I didn't even think I could get tired, really, before I had him. So I was quick to jump and help people and answer emails and calls whenever because I was available. Mm -hmm. After having him, I had to create boundaries. Whoa, I'm not answering emails or calls after 6 o'clock. Like, How you doing with that? The balance? Horrible. But <laughs> nah, it's, I mean, it's a real thing. That's, that's a real thing. It's horrible. That's a real thing. Because there is no real designated time. My stomach growling. You hungry, Wayne? Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, Wayne? You gotta get Wayne some food. Alright, we'll get Wayne. <laughs> but, we'll get Wayne some food. I mean, it, it kind of mixes in now. Um, I could be answering an email and he could 
need or want something at the moment and I kind of got to reset. You know what I mean? So like it's different. But even when you think about, I, I just had this moment recently, your passion kind of fades a little bit and it's a scary feeling, mm -hmm. right? And it's not because you don't want to do it anymore. You're just tired. And I, I constantly need or I really get when I need it a reminder of why I started in the first place. And be it kids, be it parents, just somebody off the street and saying, I appreciate this. You know what I mean? It it boosts me up all over again. Tell me tell me why would you ever feel that way, like it that it kind of fades? Because it's more starting to get more like work instead of the initial inspiration that it had, like, and I'm, I'm saying this because it, ha it happens to all of us. Like, we do need reminders. Um, but why though? Like, why? It could be. It could be for a bunch of reasons, right? I'm a big energy person, and the energy just could be off for me consistently. Maybe up to a month. Sometimes how long it'll last, and I just need a respark in energy. And then appreciation plays a big part of it. For sure. When people appreciate something, it will make you keep going regardless. And that's not saying that I don't get that, but sometimes people don't really see all the work that you put in. And it's like, I don't do this for the money. I do it for the kids. And I would hope that that's evident, like you would see that, but that's not true all the time in certain places. So you do get tired and it's a, it's more of a dream. You understand? Because you're giving all you got and nothing's coming back. Mm -hmm. And not that you wanted to, but sometimes you need it to know, like, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. Somebody is learning and receiving from my energy. And it, it makes it all worth it. So you kind of got to be um, in a place to where you have something that can bring you back if you don't have that. You know what I mean? If you don't get appreciation or nobody ever acknowledges Right. What y'all doing at AM right. University? You right. understand right. Right. that right. you know, like, oh, this is my right. reason. Right. It's like a little right. battery pack in the back. Right. So I had that. You know what I mean? And it was always just to make a difference in my city. Right. So whether people say thank you, we love you, we appreciate it, my daughter's doing amazing, I know my why is right here. Mm -hmm. And now some days, if I'm tired, I might not even want to look at the box. I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow. So you have your days, but it is always something that's right there. That's like. This is why you started it in the first place. Okay. I feel like I'm getting off topic. No, 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 no. You're actually, you're actually <laughs> directly on topic with the next thing. I, because I, I would love to hear your response to this. And Wayne's price points with parents. Price points with parents in the city, in the city of Camden, any urban community across the world. Price points <laughs> for when you have a business. Um, I feel like. First of all, I know what you charge. Very reasonable. I'm going to just use that type of terminology. Extremely reasonable prices for the skill set that you bring to the table. Um, with saying that, start with Wayne. Are we doing a disservice to the black community by charging reasonable slash below reasonable prices um for your expertise that's funny because i'm the guy that went the discount because i know you i'm always i want the thank discount. you for saying that wayne continue <laughs> if i can see myself on the other side of this you know i don't know I'm, I'm extremely reasonable already 
And you still want a discount? Yes, sir. I don't know, man. I don't know. Depending on who you are. Just depending on who you are. Before yeah. Nigo, before Nigo, let me give you an example. Wayne is the greatest shooter that ever blessed this United States of America. That's fact. Wayne wants to hold tutorials and training and camps for kids to come learn how to shoot. If you have five to seven sessions with Wayne Smalls Jr., you will be deadly. Guaranteed. That's fact. I want to discount Wayne. You charge a No, yes, yes. No, that's 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 even better. No, that's yes. Let's say your your standard price, your standard fee for a session was a hundred dollars. Queen, I got forty. I got thirty five, something like that. Alright, take that. You my 40. man, bro. Take that forty. Can you train my daughter? Take that forty, give me a six pack of old doors and some peanut shoes and have that for me after I get done with it. So you essentially charge me forty five dollars and some change. Or something. I want you to give me something to eat. Cause I'm your man. You're my man. And you think that's okay? You're the be you're the, you're the, you're the greatest shooter that ever blessed this country. You my man's though. So now let's say somebody that I just know from Camden, I just know them. They getting the hunt. They gotta get the hunt. Like no if ands and buts about it. Might be one fifteen. <laughs> Got seven sessions. That's tough. That's seven times I'm taking out a day out of my life. You, 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 you got a lot of a lot of people that you know mess with you heavy. Seven, out seven out of seven out of ten of those people that walk in there mm -hmm. is like me. Nah, I wouldn't say that. My circle was so small, man. That was a bad example. It might be a period. Yeah, that was a bad example. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so if it's your man's. You giving discounts? Yeah, maybe free. Naima, <laughs> um, what do you think in general about this? Because I'll, I'll I'll start before you go. I think that I do think that um, we're doing a disservice to our black community by charging cheaper prices. Because I want to say this with a caveat. Obviously, we live in Camden. We're, I mean, we're from Camden. It is certain situations that's terrible. They, they literally can't afford it. But it's a lot of other situations where, what's that? Is that Sneaker Villa now? What's that? What's it, whatever it's called. The old Sneaker Villa. Lines around the corner. The parents still go out every Friday to drink. Hair and nails is always done. Ooh. But they can't afford your prices. For their kid. So I was just okay. about to say that. I, I hope we got a, a good amount of time because this got a is a lot of time. This is going to be a while, right? And I hope I don't say anything to offend anybody because that's that's the truth. People pay for what they want to pay for, right? And I was in that space to where this is about my people. This is for my people, right? The disservice part is because when we got overhead, right? I still got to pay. Electric, mm -hmm. I gotta pay rent, I Everybody gotta knows that. all of this, and right? You got it for free. So I still had to make sure that <laughs> I keep the lights on. Mm -hmm. So where I was like, Oh, you know, you don't gotta pay the full price or I can help you out, I can find somebody to help out, like that was me, that's me. And that's why I built a team. Because now I don't even work the front desk. Because if it was up to me, I'm waving fees all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I had to build a team in front of me. That just didn't take no for an answer. Like, 
This is due. Mm -hmm. You read this book. Mm -hmm. You signed the contract. Mm -hmm. You know what you signed up for. So there's really no excuse. So that is important. Because people will pay for what they want to pay for. I've seen parents say, I don't have it right now. And I'm, you know, all right, I understand. And then turn around and be on the island. <laughs> the next yeah, day. It's just, it's the just. The next day. The next day. So it's. It's priorities, you know what I mean? And some people may not really understand the benefit of dance for their kids, mm -hmm. or gymnastics for that matter. And and that's okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But you got to put your foot down. Because what, what does that do for us? You understand? And again, if you like me, all my money after my overhead goes right to community. You understand? And I don't have to really say it because I show it. So people ever ask, where my money going to? Don't look no further. Because I got this toy drive coming up. The trunk or treat is coming up. Like the back to school drive is here. So I'm never, I'm not a money person. But that goes back to our original question when we started. When you make stuff about the money, that's when things get a little fuzzy. You want to, I don't do it for the money. It's not about the money. It's not about the, about the actual transaction. I think it's more about the principle because... If we go to Cherry Hill Morristown and we hey. tell them this and they say this is the price, we're paying that price. All the time. We're, we're not asking questions to people in Morristown and Cherry Hill. But Why we got that? seven questions Why from Wayne that? Smalls Jr. about his fees and his program and down the line. Yo. You, you tell me why is it? Why is it? Let me try to think real quick. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I'm Camden. I love Camden. I ain't going out there. I love Camden too, but with an asterisk though, like because we got some stuff with us, bro. Like we got some stuff with us. Tell me about it. And it's like I, I still I don't about I don't know about you. I still don't honestly know how to navigate it in totality. Like so, I did like a um, a special probably like three years ago. We had just moved into our new space, and it was about Camden receiving the respect they deserve mm -hmm. right nationally or like you could say nationally mm -hmm. because my clientele now comes from all over north jersey down the highways you know people be like how many camden kids you got i got a few but a lot of my clientele comes from all over mm -hmm. that is a different level now for me because you have people coming to the city mm -hmm. You know, before, oh, it's too dangerous. I don't want to go there. I'm scared. All of that crazy stuff. But now you have to come here because I offer the best service in the tri-state. Mm -hmm. You understand? I have the cheaper prices than any dance school in the tri-state. So I got people that drive down every Saturday from New Jersey. Right? And you come to Camden. Mm -hmm. And it's just like people on the outside looking in can appreciate it more than the people that's right here. And I haven't found an answer for why, really, but that's a thing. And I, I take pride in it because now people have to respect the city of Camden. Oh, where your daughter go to dance school at? In Camden? Camden? Uh, yeah. yeah. In Camden? It's kind of taken aback. And then when they post all the videos and stuff, it's like, oh, that's... that's in Camden? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You kind of got to force people to, you know, give that respect. And it's sad because the people that's here don't really get that yet you know what i mean like hmm. ah it's hmm. right here it's around the corner so i guess it's it doesn't like really matter kid, right? 
You about to have the people yeah. come into Kip. Yeah. To play for Coach Miller. Right, but I going back to Nas because that's that's a that's a definite solution to it. Um, but the other one is this is the product, and we're not bending for anyone. Hmm. Like let's say Kip, right? Mm -hmm. First year program. Them parents don't know me. Them kids don't know me. Mm -hmm. I sat them all down. I said, "This is the standard. If you, if you if you don't like it and right. it's not for you, go. Right? It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like." But this is the way it's going to be. In two to three years, you'll understand why this is the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Let's let's go deeper, right? With prices, the Camden Elite, right? I, I don't mind saying it. Like, I charge six fifty dollars a kid. Mm -hmm. If you Google search any AAU program in America, in America, you will not find a cheaper rate than six fifty. I think the average is around $1,000 per kid. That's about right. You will not find a cheaper rate, right? I'm better than those people. <laughs> And, you're going. and I'm going lower. I'm not bending on my price because you're already getting a cheaper rate and you're getting better teaching than the people that's charging you $1,000 and $1,500. And you're not asking about, you're not questioning it. Oh, me or them? No, the, the parents are not questioning it. Nah, they're not questioning Oh, no, they'll question. They question. They, that's, that's what I'm saying. They, they question. They question. Mm -hmm. I'm from the city. So they're going to, they ask me 15, 20 questions. And I don't take it personal. Um, I just make sure they at practice mm -hmm. so they can see the product. Right. Because I'm, I'm finding my skill set. Like, I'm, I'm not the person. It's a lot of people that are just talking, and they're going to get your 1500 because they outside of Camden. That's what I'm saying. You're going to give it to them, and they ain't even show you if they're good at what they do. Right. I, I want you to sit down and watch me. I probably could show you better than I could tell you, like, type of thing. Mm -hmm. You well, know, we, so it's like. We as a people is so messed up, though. Like. You got to think, because if it costs more, then it has to be better. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's the... Yeah, but that's I, 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 think, I think it's the people like us in these positions. Like, I don't think they're going to gain the knowledge without people like us, though. I, I think, like, I say this all the time. We're teaching parents just as well as we're teaching kids. Agreed. Can't, you, can't, you can't say it in front of the parent. Like, yo, mm. I'm, I'm telling you what you need to do. But you got you to gotta do it. Right. Like, you got to find those loopholes, like... But it's also based on experience because, like, some of my clientele who have already been other places, mm -hmm. when they're like, oh, I can pay $300 less and she's getting more? Because then it clicked for them. You know what I mean? So some it depends on where you at or who's coming to you. Because some of my clients who've been to other places, they already know, like, yeah, this is it. They spending three times as much somewhere else. And their kids is only taking one or two classes. So it's like... With all this information, you still doing what you said you was going to do? To my, to my people, my close people, yeah. I, I guess I can see that, but you're not. Well, you, when, just the, I'm, when, when my son is of age, I'm making sure he come and shoot. Well, we got it on video. Yeah, we're so. going to come shoot. I got you. With Uncle Wayne. But what about, the, what about the tweeners, though? What about the tweeners in the city that you, you like them? $100. $100. Please. I'm just sorry. I, I just can't. I, 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 I can't. I can't, cause you, and that's the other thing with 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 your dance studio. It ain't even about just dance. I can imagine the things you're pulling these girls and your and your um and your and your staff is pulling these girls to the side and talking to them about life. Yeah. Like, what what we do is that's just the, you know, like mm -hmm. that's just the banner. Agreed. We're we're really teaching life skills. I don't even know what the price tag could be on that. Yeah. And you're not appreciating it. 
And when you look, when sad you, man. When you look at the overall picture, it being a safe haven, the teaching of the life left life lessons. Then you have the technique that you actually teach off the rip. Mm -hmm. The places that you take them. Some of these kids ain't been out no the way. city. You understand? They taking them to tournaments. They competing against other people. They get to see more and do more. As a it's, woman, is like as a young high. woman. Are you are you kidding me? It's like I don't even know what the price should really be. Yeah, and, for that. And not so much of dancing itself is teaching confidence. You know what I mean? Like that. I've seen some of my kids start off so shy in this little shell and become some of the greatest dancers I've ever seen. Like, I've had kids who weren't sure if dance was really their thing and now so in love with it that they'll cry if they got to miss practice. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen this be it for kids and it can change their spirit, their mindset. And that's what it's about for me. So you paying for them to get this three hour, four hour lesson and it's four hours a session it's like four hour practice. it depends so like our our babies with three to five year olds they come two hours a week on a saturday i have people asking me well how are you managing right three and four and five year olds for two hours <laughs> but it's so amazing to see them at the end of the year do four complete dances that mm -hmm. their little brains can memorize put character to you know what i mean like this is the thing that gets me going because people tell me oh they can't do that. Or I've had parents say, I don't know if she's going to really fit. You know, she's not really into that kind of thing. And then come June, they like, I didn't even know that was my kid. You know what I mean? So it's really a, it's really a thing. Like, and I, I can say that because I love dance, but same for my son. He just started basketball probably three weeks ago. His first little practice, I call Kevin Walls because I think he's going to be the best thing since sliced bread. And I'm just excited because, not because he even had the skill, he ain't strong enough. He can't really make a basket because he don't have the power. You understand? Not yet. Not yet. But he can comprehend the action. Yep. So that was enough for me. Mm -hmm. But I guess it depends on, like, the parent like and what you see in your kid. Because he might not be the best, but the skill set, he can comprehend, and that's enough for me. And you take it all the way through life. <laughs> Let's end with this. Um, I should let Wayne go last. I'm gonna let Wayne go first. What advice would you give your 60 year old self? If you could go back. 16, what grade is that? Uh, junior? Junior? Wow. For some people? That's funny. I was just telling most? somebody, I, I wish I could go back to either my junior year or eighth grade year. I was like, it take me either one of those two years. Mm -hmm. But my junior year, mm, what are we talking about? Just in life in general? Any way you want to slow down. Slow down, slow down man. Slow down. Everything going to be there when you get there. Slow down. That's what I would say. Hmm. Just that cut and dry. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. Yeah, slow the fuck down. I didn't think you was moving too fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that means. Yeah. Slow down for what? To, to, like, to like see like what? Why, why do you think you needed to slow down? I think at 16, I should have been 16. 17, I should have been 17. 18, I should have been 18. Like that. 16, I was probably like 36. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay. <laughs> you was... Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought about this question. I was like... I, 
I, I would have worked harder though. I, I I didn't work hard at nothing at sixteen. Sports, but, education. And to your defense though, right? I think your trauma came from playing high basketball. Cause like after that's a like, big word. Trauma. Yes. You think I had trauma? Yes. Think I still got it? But you taking it out on your coaching now, right? You gonna show me? <laughs> I, I couldn't show it on the court with my skill. Now I'm gonna show it with my brain. Okay. But you was always a cerebral basketball player too, though. So anyway, now I forgot what I was gonna say to him. Man, what I said? Yeah, I don't even know what. What did you say? Um. The well, you said I was traumatized yeah. from, from basketball. From. Boom. But why I was gonna say that though? See, don't do that no more. Come on, go ahead. Here, come back. No, I said I would have worked harder. Oh yeah, back to that. You and you said you didn't work hard enough. I, it's, I didn't. It's because. I, after you loved basketball, it was like you wasn't getting the love, so you was kind of like, you know. I think you were trying to figure out what you was going to do next back then. Because you were like, all right, basketball. It's like when we used to be in AU in our hotel rooms and talking, eating chicken wings at the games, you didn't talk about the games. You was talking about, like, not weird stuff, but you were talking about shit that I didn't care about really. Like, I'm like, why is he telling me about what's going on? Like, or what, what I you couldn't comprehend at the time. Yeah, I couldn't comprehend what he's yeah. talking about. Like, why are you talking you know, about politics and shit? <laughs> I'm talking about, like, who I just right called. Now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he talking about, oh, you know this happened. I'm like, no, I don't know that happened. Maybe, maybe things would have been different if I worked harder, though. You did, though. Like, what would you, what you want to do? I don't know. I'm just talking about like basketball and education. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick to that. I like, think you should have just went to a different school, but that would have hurt. Like, like, but you went to another school. Remember, you was you was you was very talented coming out of eighth grade. You made the All Star game. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't forget anything. I don't, I don't forget anything. All right. Well, that's that's my spill. Naima. Well, wait. How are you just gonna cut that off? Cause I felt like that. Needed a response. What? Oh, that I made the eighth. I I I think it coincides with what I'm saying. I was like one of the only kids in the city from Camden that made this South Jersey All Star game. So, if that's the case, how many? How many? We had a what, we had an NBA player in that All Star game, Jason Thompson. We had Sharon led the nation in scoring in college. Al Fisher. Butter. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, butter, but nah. Um, what, Matt Malone? Like, it was a lot of Division One basketball players in there. They all went and got better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got better, but it was like, I didn't work, though, bro. I, I, I didn't work at basketball. I was just... Good. Yeah, I was just nice enough to play. And that's why I, that's why I, why I am as I am as a coach, because, like, I, I didn't work. Like, it wasn't about going to the NBA or anything like that, but I could have had a way more successful... Basketball education. I never read a book probably till I was in college ever. Like I didn't take none of them classes serious. So what is asking as your friend? What is your passion growing up? What was your passion? Like I don't know. Like you say, I want. I have no game. idea. I like basketball a lot. I hated practice. I love the games. Mm -hmm. like, I love the games. Nah, I was I was kid from Camden. I thought I wanted to be a basketball player, and we grew up in the Dewan Wagner era. That didn't help. Like, so we saw what he was doing, so it make you, it intensified it even more. Right. Like, so that's what you think you wanted to be. But now looking back at it, I never loved basketball ever. That wasn't your passion. Passion? Nah. I liked it a lot. And I liked what came with it. That's it. Which is probably why I didn't work hard. 
No, but I didn't work hard at anything. So I, I don't I don't know what my passion was. I didn't know what my passion was in college. I was so just winging it. So do you know it. what it is now? Absolutely. It's 100%. If it's... I can't... I, I, I told somebody this the other day. There ain't many things I could do in life. I know kids. I know basketball. Period. Like, that's it. That's it. I'm great at those things. That's it. And that's crazy because if I had to tell my 16-year-old self anything, it was just to keep being you. Keep doing hmm. what you feel like you're supposed to be doing. Because I knew all this time. Like, a couple of my friends have said, you've been saying this forever. 